Good morning. It is great to be here. Good to see everybody. It's a little chilly. Again, a little change over the last couple days, but uh, some people like it. This morning, I want to talk about mercy. I'm going to talk about mercy. Man, we need mercy. I am so thankful for God's mercy. Have you ever been down, physically down, where you can't, you can't get up and go, maybe because of an illness or an injury? I know I have. A few years ago, I had a pretty severe back problem, and I didn't know if I was going to be able to work again. I was down. I was flat on my back. Flat on my back. I thought, Rhonda's going to have to support me. And she said, how's that different? Then, no. <laughs> Not much difference. But when you are down, when you're hurting, and you can't do anything for yourself, man, aren't you glad of mercy? Aren't you glad when you come through it that you realize that somebody offered you some grace and mercy that maybe you didn't even expect? I'm thankful for a healing Lord. I'm thankful for gifted surgeons. And I'm thankful to be here today because I've suffered from other things in my life too. Some physical things, but sometimes spiritual things. And this morning I want to look at physical things that can get us where we just reach out and call out and cry out for mercy. But also spiritual things. Spiritual things. We, we all need it, but sometimes in our lives we recognize that need for mercy more than others. Mercy and grace, it's kind of like the choir letting me sing over there. It's all because of grace, it's not because of my talent, I promise you. They didn't put me a hymn book over there today, so I kind of got to take my own. But I'm joking, but it is awesome to, to be in a church that loves to serve and loves to serve each other, loves to sing praises. But sometimes we need some mercy. Often we need mercy. And this morning I want to read about a blind guy that needed that type of mercy. He needed physical mercy, but I think he also cried out for spiritual mercy. I'm going to read from Mark chapter 10, verses 46 to 52. They came to Jericho. As he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and to say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many st sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, 
Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for this scripture, Lord. Thank you for, um, for your love, your mercy, your grace. Lord, thank you for, for just giving us way more than we deserve. Lord, I pray as we study the scripture, Lord, that your words flow through me, Lord, that the folks that are here and listening or the ones that are listening online, Lord, they may receive your message. In Jesus' name, amen. Have mercy on me. Have you ever needed mercy? You know, we just talked about it. Sometimes we need physical mercy. Often we need spiritual mercy. And sometimes, sometimes it takes us a while, a while to... Realize how much mercy we truly need. But this morning, I'm going to talk about the man in three things. I'm going to talk about, first, his condition. And then I'm going to talk about his cry. And then I'm going to talk about the cure. His condition, his cry, and then the cure. His cure the cure that he needed. The cure that he received. And as I go through this lesson... I want us to think about times in our lives where we truly needed mercy. Again, it may have been physical mercy when we were sick or when we were injured, that we needed someone just to lift us up. Or we could be in a place spiritually where we don't really want to admit. Or there's someone, maybe someone listening online that's never received the grace and mercy from Jesus Christ. And this morning as we go through this scripture, I want you to think about where you are. With this relationship. You see, in this story, Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. And once he gets there, he's going to be rejected. He's going to be betrayed. And he's going to be handed over to be crucified. That's what's ahead of Jesus. But on his way, he ran into some people. Again, it was really crowded because everybody was going to Jerusalem. All Jews were going to Jerusalem for Passover. Matter of fact, many of the Jews were blind also. Maybe not physically blind, but they were spiritually blind because they didn't know who Jesus was. Some of his disciples were spiritually blind. They didn't realize who he was either. But getting back to Bartimaeus, he had a physical condition that did not allow him to see. He could not see. He was physically, physically blind. Blindness was fairly common in those days because of... Um, because of some sanitary issues and some disease and other things that would cause blindness. And um, he said that he wanted to be able to see again. So I, I believe at some point in Bartimaeus' life he could see. But what I want you to realize is that Bartimaeus, a poor blind beggar, what was he supposed to do? Again, his condition 
is that he was blind. He couldn't see. He couldn't see. He could not see at all. And he was a beggar. He couldn't make a living because he didn't have eyesight. So he sat there begging every day. Every day. He sat there begging. Like Bartimaeus in his physical blindness, sometimes we are, sometimes sinners are spiritually blind. We're just sitting there wanting some scraps, just something that will get us through the day. You see, Bartimaeus had a problem with his optics. A lost sinner has a problem with their soul. Bartimaeus had a problem with his eyes. The lost sinner, someone separated from God, has a problem with their heart. You see, I think Bartimaeus would have used his eyes if he could have. But he couldn't. You see, there's people all around us that see just fine with their physical eyes. But they can't see with spiritual eyes. According to the Bible, they're blind. They're spiritually blind. They're in the middle of the horrors of sin. And they can't see the lost years, the wasted days, the ruined lives, the sorrow and sadness that their lostness, their spiritual blindness causes. You see, they can't see that they need the beauty of a Savior. They can't see that they need mercy that can only come from Jesus Christ. You see, I'm here today worshiping him because I was allowed to see his love, his grace, his forgiveness, his mercy. That's why I'm here. Nothing that I've done on my own. You see, everywhere I look in the world, I see him and his glory. Once we become Christians, we look at things different. We're able to see through we're able to see through, we're able to look at people in different eyes. Now, we don't have the perfect lens of Jesus Christ, but we're able to forgive people. When we're living in, in, in a uh, spiritual-driven life that we're wanting to be like Jesus Christ every day, we see people in his glory. We see him in his glory. And we can look. I can look over this room. I can see God's work in each of you. I can see that not because of the works that you've done, but because you're allowing Jesus Christ to work through you. That's how I can see it. But you see, when we're lost in sin, we're not only blind, we're also beggars. We're looking for answers in all the wrong places. We, we, we look for things to fulfill our physical needs. And we forget about our spiritual needs because our physical needs gives us that gratification, that instant satisfaction that we desire, but it does not last very long. You see, when we're spiritually blind, we need something more permanent. We need something more, we need a solution that's going to last us forever, that's not going to fade away with time. You see, we need a, that eternal mercy that only comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Again, when we're spiritually blind, we're beggars, looking for any type of relief, any type of help. You see, that's what happened that's what happened in the Garden of Eden. When Adam, Adam and Eve were tempted, they lost sight. They lost sight of God just for a moment. And they were tempted by some temporary satisfaction that the devil tempted them with. You see, Satan is alive and well today. He's 
tempting us as we speak. He's trying to, to get us to make our next decision be the one that's going to ruin our life. He knows our condition. And when I say Satan's alive and well, I don't mean well in the spiritual sense. I mean that he's alive and still working. He's blinding people today with some temporary satisfaction. You see, the lost sinner's blind. He cannot see God. He's deaf. He cannot hear God. He's a spiritual cripple. He cannot run after God. His hands have withered. He cannot work for God. He has a defiled mind. He cannot even think of God. He has a wounded heart. He cannot live for God. Worst of all, the lost person, the person without a relationship with Jesus Christ is dead. Needing mercy. Their condition is they can't do it on their own. They need mercy. And they need to know who to cry out to. Bartimaeus knew who to cry to. Do we know who to cry to? When we're in that spiritual condition where we need God's mercy, do we know who to cry to? Do we know what to say? See, Bartimaeus did. Again, he sat there begging all day. He heard the crowds pass by. And he heard the voices of people. He'd heard of Jesus of Nazareth. He realized who Jesus was. So his cry was out to a Savior. His cry was to somebody who could heal him, not just physically, but also spiritually. That he could see with his eyes physically, but also that he had a future spiritually. He knew that Jesus walked on water. He knew that he turned loaves of bread into, he multiplied loaves of bread and fish where he fed the multitudes. He knew that he had saved Zacchaeus. He knew of the miracles that he had been doing. If Jesus can do all these things, I imagine Bartimaeus says, maybe he can heal me too. You see, Jesus was passing by. And Bartimaeus cries out, Son of David, have mercy on me. You see, spiritually, sometimes we're in the same situation. Folks who've never accepted Jesus Christ are so spiritually blind, they don't realize who to cry out to. You see, that's our job, is to tell them that Jesus is about to come by. Jesus is ready to hear their cry. Jesus is ready to place his healing hands upon them. You see, thank God Jesus has came by to us. And we cried to him, Savior. We need your healing. You see, I praise God today that he passed my way. And I pray, I praise God that I was able to cry out because in my condition I couldn't help myself. I had to cry out to a Savior. You see, it was a passionate cry. 
Bartimaeus knew that Jesus was near. He knew that he could heal him. So he cried out passionately for a Savior. See, spiritually we're in the same way. We've got to know that Jesus is near us, ready to hear our cry, ready to heal us spiritually. You see, we have a need for mercy. It's also a personal cry. When we cry out, cry out to Jesus to save our souls or to heal, heal us spiritually, it's for us. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Mercy means that I don't get what I deserve. I don't get what I deserve. We're all of the time thinking in this physical world, hey, I just wish I could get ahead. I wish I could get what I've worked for. I wish I could get what I deserve. Praise God, Jesus does not give us what we deserve. Because if I got what I deserved, I wouldn't be here today. I, couldn't be, I wouldn't be able to walk in here. I wouldn't be able to spiritually look at you. But because of what Jesus has done in my life, and because of his mercy and his grace, I'm here. That's the only reason. I can't do enough good to earn the mercy and grace of Jesus Christ. Even though I'm called to do good works, when I accept Jesus as my Savior, I'm supposed to show his love, grace, and mercy to everybody I meet. I've got to have him to give me way more than I deserve. You see, we don't deserve heaven. We don't deserve Jesus. We don't deserve our salvation. But through a relationship with Jesus, we receive him as our Lord and Savior. We receive heaven. We receive his salvation. You see, we start thinking about his salvation, not ours. It belongs to him. He shares it. But salvation has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the one I'm crying out to. You see, it has to do with the person that can give you that type of mercy and grace. You see, it has to do with a beautiful Savior that can save you from more than your situation. It can save you from your eternal problems, your damnation, when you're trying to do it on your own. That's what a Savior does. You see, we all need mercy this morning. We all need mercy. Left on my own accord, I could be a pretty miserable human being. I know it's hard to imagine. For most of you, no. But I can't. If it's left up to me, I can be a pretty miserable person. But when I rely on the love, grace, and mercy of Jesus Christ, I, I strive to live my life to be more like him every day then that love, mercy, and grace comes out of me and I'm able to display it to people. Have you ever been mad at somebody and said, well, they don't deserve my forgiveness? They don't deserve my grace. They don't deserve to be in my... Thank God that our Lord and Savior don't think that way. Thank God that he's willing to give us that love, grace, and mercy that we don't deserve. You see, that's his cure. When we cry out, we're in a, when we're in a condition where we can't help ourselves and we cry out for a Savior, His cure is a spiritual cure. 
It's a cure to give us the mercy that we don't deserve. It's a cure to give us the mercy, to withhold that punishment that we don't deserve and to offer us His grace, His salvation. That's what it means to be in a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what it means when He answers our call. When we call out to Him, He offers us a cure that's eternal. When He loves us, He loves us forever. You see, it's a permanent cure. It's a permanent cure. You see, after Jesus passed Bartimaeus' way, and Bartimaeus called out to him, Jesus made him whole. He received that love, grace, and mercy that only comes from Jesus. He made him whole. Spiritually, we need to be made whole this morning. Spiritually, we need to be made whole. And when we do, we receive that everlasting life. That eternal life. You see, that's a profound cure. That's a cure that we can't find anywhere else. Again, we may receive some temporary satisfaction when we call out to other things, but only through Jesus Christ do we find a cure that lasts forever, that's everlasting. You see, that's the beauty of our Savior. That's the beauty of our Savior when we cry out for His mercy. I want to ask a few questions this morning. Are you saved by his grace? Have you received his mercy? What's a poor blind beggar to do? You see, a poor blind beggar is to do exactly what Bartimaeus did. He called on Jesus. We need to call on Jesus today. We need to trust him to save our souls. You see, we need to trust him to wash away our sins. We need to trust him to change our lives, to transform us into who he wants us to be, to take away our selfishness. Are you ready to receive your sight? Are you ready to receive mercy that I can't explain? You see, I can assure you that Jesus knows your condition. And I can assure you that he hears your cry. Are you ready to accept his cure? His perfect cure? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for hearing us when we cry out, Lord. Thank you for knowing our, knowing our condition. Thank you for offering us the mercy and grace that only comes from a relationship with you. Lord, I pray that... Uh, if there's anyone here, anyone listening online, Lord, that doesn't have that relationship with you, Lord, they're walking around blinded spiritually, Lord, I pray that they call out to you, Lord, and they receive that mercy that only comes from you. Lord, you're ready to offer the eternal cure. The eternal cure that takes care of what's missing in our lives, Lord. I pray that Lord, when we're spiritually blinded, you, you, give us, you give us that sight, Lord, where we can see the beauty of a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen.